Hello and welcome to the Super Turd Podcast with your host, Michael Turbot, your local real estate expert, where we'll talk real estate, sports, business, and beer in the triangle. And now, here's your host, Michael Turbot. And welcome to the Super Turb Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Turbot, your local real estate expert with the Ida Turbot Group, Coal Banker, HPW, a.k.a. Super Turb, a.k.a. AKA Coach Turb, where we talk real estate, business, sports, and beer in the triangle. And today I thought would be a great time to have the one and only, my mother, the mega agent, my icon, my hero, Ida Turbot, uh, runs our team. And his um, mom. Yeah, I did, mom. <laughs> and uh, to come on the uh, podcast here, we just do a mid-summer market update you know here in the triangle specifically wake county and the uh in raleigh north carolina for people that are listening to spotify apple podcast uh youtube linkedin land and just talk about what we've seen over the last couple months because i know we're hearing a lot on the news in regards to inflation rates going up um gas you name it and then people are hearing skies falling and talking about real estate so i thought today would be a great time if you're listening out there um, if you like the podcast, please like, subscribe, leave a comment. We appreciate you. And uh, first of all, Mom, say what up. First of all, I want to say that I'm so excited to be here. But most of all, I want to tell all of you, the news is wanting to talk about negativity. The market is much stronger than you think. The market is still selling. We're doing great. The only difference is is that we don't have as many offers coming in at the same time, but we're selling the homes within that first week to two weeks max. The good news for buyers is we just sold the house today for $1.2 million, and the buyer got a jumbo loan for four and three quarters. It's magnificent. That is unbelievable. So I'm just saying to all of you, this is the time to buy, and this is the time to sell. The homes have gone up over 40% in the two years, but you know, reality has to set in. We're not going to have maybe the same appreciation for the next year, but we're going to have great appreciation. I remember when we were thrilled that we had 6% appreciation in one year. So the market is good. You know the media. The media only wants to talk negativity. Yes, we're in inflation, but that is not affecting the housing market the way they're projecting it. So just know houses are selling and buyers are out there, but there's that feeling of, oh my goodness, what's going on? It will never be like it was from 2008 to 14. Never, because this is not about banking. This is just about supply and demand, and we do not have enough listings. So that's what I want to say. Just walked in and said, I just sold this beautiful house, and I was amazed that the buyer got four and three quarters. No, that's good. I think the biggest thing for everyone out there, at least that I'm seeing as well, when we go on listings is just creating the right expectation for the sellers in this market. Because if you haven't been in the market, yes, you've heard on the outside the noise, the news. But over the last 24 months, as mom was saying, is that we're just, I think we've become numb to obviously very low interest rates. We've been numb to listing homes, getting 
way over asking. Again, I always tell our sellers, it's not where you start, it's where you finish. And now it's having a conversation with the sellers where pricing is the number one yep. thing that we've got to do. Of course, the market's going to tell us, as I always say, there's two reasons why homes don't sell, Mom. There's price or updating or a combination of both. And a lot of times now we're seeing a lot of reductions. I say a lot, but we're starting to see reductions in the market. And that's because we're listening to the market in regards to showings and activity. But I also think it's just getting the advice from a professional that is going to know or have a thumb on the market in regards to what it's going to do to get max value on your property. And it's like, Mom, you were saying in the last 20 four months we've had anywhere from 35 40 percent appreciation those time depending on location yep. in the county in the triangle so right now for example our average sales price is up a hundred thousand dollars from a year ago we're at five hundred sixty three thousand and what did i say to you the last few months i said this cannot continue on no. because people's salaries have not gone up 40 percent. well in two I, years. I think not only that because again with rates when they were still the threes three and a half there was a lot more buying power yeah i think the the bright the, the price point that's been affected the most i say is 500 and under Five six hundred under because when you're talking about an average sales price of five sixty three, that's now a first time buyer home. Yeah. And the people that are in that three and a half percent rate a few months ago that it jumps to five and a half to six, that's going to affect your buying power. The reality though that is because because they're going to have to buy lower or less expensive, the homes haven't changed as far as size, quality, what have you. So pricing the home number one, I would think you agree would be paramount Absolutely. and then obviously listing listening to the market as we go along in regards to getting you max value um, where do you see the market going over the next quarter I see it where this is what I'm telling sellers now when we put your home on the market do not expect nine percent over the list price you know there was just a few years ago I'm, I'm right before COVID you would look at the comps and you would say the average price is selling at 99 percent of the asking and hopefully we'll get full price and if you ever got over it's like one percent over so i think what i want to stress to all of you is that your homes are going to continue to depreciate you're not going to see a depreciation you're just not going to see them appreciate as much so the homes have gone up so much but like anything else i tell people they'll say well how do you think it's going to be next year I have no earthly idea. I only know what's going on now. But I did notice a change right around Easter holidays. And everyone was saying, well, it's spring break. Everybody's going, you know, to vacations. And I said, nope, the interest rates are going up and it's going to make things level out. I didn't say slower. I said level out. That's the difference. Agents are going to have to work harder. You're going to start seeing people bring in offers slightly under the list price. You negotiate, and you make it a win-win for the seller and the buyer. Yeah, I think for, for agents that have been in this market, they've yeah. only seen the last couple few years. Uh, I was telling Jordan, uh, my assistant, that, that you know she started in March of 21. Yeah. And, uh, you know, when you're hiring the agent now, it's actually uh, chasing the buyer's agent, especially for feedback and making sure homes are priced yep. correctly. You're going to tell by the activity. But, again, I, I, the reality is, too, we only still have a little over one month of inventory. So yep. it's still a very much seller's market. And I was working in an event a couple weeks ago for CG, and I'd have people come up to my booth and like, oh, the market's crashing or the market's going down. And I have to stop them and say, no, reality is you've made, again, 30 to 40 percent, in many cases, six figures on your return yeah. on your investment in just a couple of years. Mm -hmm. And I always equate it. I said, you're just looking at the short side of saying, oh, things are stopping or slowing down. It's like I, I tell them, we, you know, and you go to Vegas, okay? You went to Vegas for a weekend, and that first night you get lucky on, uh, on uh, craps, and you win 20 grand. And then you maintain that $20,000 winnings for a weekend. But right before you get on the plane, you put five grand on roulette. You put it on red. It hits black. And you now lose five grand. 
So you're getting on the plane thing and you're down five grand, five grand but in reality, you're up $15,000 mm -hmm. for the trip. In this case, for your housing market, same thing. The prices have gone up substantially as a seller where you can maximize. I just did a video today as far as equity and what equity is and how you can maximize your equity to go towards that next property. Mm -hmm. So it, it's just put in reality in the regards to knowing what you've gained in the last couple of years to help you with your purchase next, whether that's getting a bigger home, downsizing. And then we are working with great preferred lenders oh, yes. that have programs. I know this is something we haven't done in a while, but you actually have what we call a 2-1 buy-down. A 2-1 buy-down is, let's say you find that home for that's been sitting on the market for a few weeks, and we actually negotiate. And we go to the seller and say, listen, we'll pay full ask, but we would like for you to pay ten, eleven thousand dollars $11,000 in closing costs for our client, which in reality would be about 97 98% of asking, for our clients to do a 2-1 buy-down. Now, what that means is that first year they'd be at 4%, mm -hmm. second year would be at 5%, and then third year would be at the rate in which they it's the current rate now. And re, so that way they can get into the home, they date the rate, they marry the house, right? And if you have to refinance because they go down, and Then you refi within the next year, two years, and then you're in the property that you love. So I think it's, and if I was a buyer, like mom said, coming into the show, there's no better time to buy, especially if you've been on the fence. Actually, just a couple weeks yeah. ago, we helped a young first-time buyer, young couple, just married. Would you believe we got $5,000 off the house, and we only had to do 5000 due diligence. Yeah. We were the only offer. Yeah. And it, it, But if they were in the market several months ago, they would never have been able to compete. Well, and, I, and buyers have what I call buyer fatigue. They say, I don't even want to put an offer in because I don't want to compete with 20 offers. We are still seeing multiple offers. We're just not seeing as many, and we're not seeing as many showings. I was so used to saying, like, let's say you list a house for 400. I was used to having 20 showings a day and over 60 showings in three days. I'm not seeing that. I'm seeing less showings, but we're getting them sold, and I'm still selling all the homes I sold in the last few weeks. I've sold for 105% over. Um, the, but again, it's price point. The houses, in my opinion, where they have to be more reasonable or understand the market is the ones that are over 1.1, 1.2, 1.3, because the people that are buying those are looking at the stock market and they're looking through businesses of what are we projecting and they don't want to overpay. So you're not ever going to overpay because it's the price today, but the prices are not going to go down. I have people saying, well, I want to wait next year because I want the prices to go down. They're not going to go down because we don't have supply of inventory and people are going to buy because they're moving here. And uh, we, we had someone speak at the Howard Perrin Walston meeting last week where he was from our rental agency and he said the average person that moves here, which is 70 or 75 people a day, most of them, because they're frustrated they can't buy, they're renting for a year. During that year, they're shopping, trying to find something so they're not homeless. Well, people don't want to rent because the rent is so expensive. So um, I use the example, the average apartment to rent right now is, is 1800 to 2400 and even with the interest rates going up at the number of four and a half to five percent or five and a quarter they're still still going to save five or six hundred dollars a month from not renting nope. so it's a great time to buy and it's a wonderful time to sell it's just that we've all gotten well, a little I, bit well i also think too mom is i was telling jordan as well i tell everybody else i'm gonna take a sip of water yeah christmas in july mm -hmm. july is normally slow mm -hmm. slower then you combine the fact that in the last two years, no one really traveled. Yeah. So what happened, we've had several friends where their vacations were supposed to be a year ago, and they pushed them to this year. We were at Myrtle Beach for Fourth of July weekend. The crowds at the beach was something that was pre-COVID-like. Yep. So you've got everyone taking opportunities to travel. 
which again, even pre-COVID or when the market had some sort of sanity, the market goes in cycles. February yep. to June is really the peak time. Yep. July naturally slows down. You have kids that are in traditional schools, you're on summer break. If you have kids in year-round schools, they go back during July. Mm -hmm. Then August, everyone's kind of getting their feet back on the ground. And then you're going to see one more push before Turkey Day because people want to be in homes by the holidays. Mm -hmm. And then at the same time, then, you know, October to December, if you're buying a house at a time, you have to buy. But a lot of times sellers now are preparing to list their home in the spring. So the fact we had July, we had inflation, we had rates going up, we got people traveling. There's a shift. But I'm going to say, I have found that when you list your house in the fall, there you have there are people that are renting where their leases are up September one exactly. or November you know the, with, depending on they leased and they they're tired of being in an apartment or renting a house and making money for the landlord they want their own home so all I can say over and over again the prices are not going down they may not go up twenty well, we, uh, but gonna, they go up ten percent yeah eight to twelve percent yeah. a year yeah. I and mean, from twenty fourteen to twenty twenty we had about six percent appreciation yeah. a year. Supply had been decreasing since 2016, on yep. really since coming out of the crisis on, all the way down. And then, of course, everything just accelerated when we were down about 82% in 18 months with, from, you know, when COVID. And as a return, the prices went up because supply and demand. Now, again, as the stats per Triangle MLS right here, the average inventory is right now at 1.1 month supply up from 0.5 month supply. But to have a buyer-seller market where it's basically right in the middle and it's it's healthy on both ends, you need about a five to six month supply of homes. Now, one other thing I want to touch on is new construction. Now, new construction's amazing. Now, the builders are loving they real estate. They want it so much. Yeah, we've got incentives. We've Now, they're actually going to pay the full freight and commission. They're wanting buyers because, you know what, they've had a lot of buyers cancel because they went under contract three, four months ago at rates in which they can't sustain now. So, now you're going to have some opportunities on some spec homes, or homes that are in the process of being built. So now it opens up some avenues for new construction where last year, you know, in the last 12 to 18 months, 24 months, I've been able not been able to say that. So if you're in the in the market for a new home, there's opportunities. The builders can't build them fast enough, but that's something we can look into as well for you. And uh, again, just another avenue that's opening up for us. Well, I can't stress the homes are not going to go down. They may not go up. I do, I predict this is and I'm usually right. They're going to go up 8 to 10% for the next 12 months instead of 20%. That is still a wonderful. Now, again, I hope I'm wrong, but we've all gotten so spoiled. And that's the only word I can say it. But buyers, you've got something else going for you. On March 17th, multiple listing. May 17th. They, or May 17th. They got smart. And we were guilty. of We'd put something on them as a coming soon. And you could do it up to 30 days with the hopes that you would sell it during the coming soon, sight unseen. That was so common. And then these buyers would have appointments scheduled the first and second day to see it. Then we had to call and email them back and say, we've sold it. Well, there were a lot of lawsuits. That's why they changed it. With coming soon now, it shows days on the market. Where prior to that, it showed zero days on the market until it went active. Now, when you put a coming soon, which we're not doing coming soons now, because before I would do a coming soon for seven to ten days so they could finish up doing what they're doing. Now I'm delaying them putting it on the market, getting everything done, putting it on the market the day before we go active for showings, but it shows active. And it's a little more work for us. At the same time, it gives buyers 
the chance to buy a home. Whereas before, they felt so frustrated because they said, I want to see the inside of the home. I don't want to buy it sight unseen. So now you don't. we're not having that problem. No, exactly. And that's where we're also preparing our sellers because now it takes 24, 48 hours to really gain traction through MLS, yeah. through third-party yep. sites to be active. Where before, either coming soon, we would normally do seven days prior. Home would be ready to go. You have pictures, and then that's what's stemmed the sight unseen offers. And as Mom mentioned, um, caused a lot of chaos because yeah, sure uh, you know the amount of due diligence people were having to put down in our market uh, was in the tens of thousands, if sometimes not a hundred thousand. And if the home wasn't in this condition, or they felt like they were uh, not being the most truthful as far as disclosures or things of that nature, then of course a, a complaint or lawsuit followed. I actually like how it is now. It's like kind of like old school. You actually coming soon's back in the day when you were actually preparing the home to sell. Like, right. you know, you were painting, you were having carpet come in, and it was mainly to alert your neighbors, they, they're selling. You know, it wasn't so much the avenue of, you know, the entire MLS. Yeah. Um, so in saying this, what do you say to sellers now that say, okay, we're ready to sell, what's the next step? What should we be doing in regards to preparing your home? The first thing I do is when I do a comparable market analysis, and I'm sure you do the same thing, I only look back 30 to 60 days. I don't, I'll show them six months and I go, okay, but now I'm going to show you pending and 30 days back, which is basically 60 days because the trend has changed and I don't want to give them this false information from five months ago when the homes were going up a percent, they were going up almost one or 2% a month. So they're an average of one and a half percent per month. Now I look back to see pending, and then I you know see what's funny days. about that too, Mom, is that even if you um, went back thirty or sixty days, they went under contract. Even that short time frame, in mm -hmm. like say they went under contract early June or in May, yeah. it's a different market. Yeah, when they went under contract. So, so it's really you know that's where I have to, to even say in this, in that thirty to forty days. Things have changed to a degree that it wasn't like that, you know, in regards to yeah. when homes were. Oh, and I love this. You look at what's on the market, active in a neighborhood, and you'll say, "Oh, it's been on the market for 18 days. What's wrong with it?" And I go, "Well, I guarantee you, they had coming soon for a few days, but also, 18 days, three oh three weeks, a month—that's nothing." I remember during the, I called it the depression from 2008 to 14. I did one-year listings. Now I do four months because mm -hmm. I know we're going to have it sold by then uh, just to have it go through the, you know, if someone wants to close in 60 days or 70 days, that type of thing. But um, it's a different, it's, it's a, I can't stress to you, it's a great market. It's just not insane. I've been saying for two and three months prior, to, I said something's changing, which is going to help buyers be able to buy again. I mean, it, I just felt so bad for these buyers where they put offers in and I'd have seller agents, listing agents, the seller agents contacting me saying, Ida, this is now our fifth offer. Do you think there's a chance? And you know, I would do my best, but the highest and the highest due diligence and the fastest closing is what well, was got done. Yep. But I honestly think too, um, come springtime, I see the rates dropping. And I also yep. see another flood on the market yeah. because it doesn't change the fact that Apple's coming, Google's coming, Meta's coming. Uh, we are Silicon Valley East Coast. That a lot of companies are coming well, those here. Those are the ones renting right now because they've mm -hmm. already started working. And here. they're all waiting. And uh, they're going to be in a position where, again, it's going to be. So if you're all thinking about selling, I'd rather get on the market sooner than later, as mom was mentioning, because 
longer you wait, you might have a little more competition because sellers are also. I thought it was interesting as we did see things shifting. I ain't uh-huh. saying the word shift, but that's what it is. Um, they started calling us and saying, "I'm ready to sell. I'm ready to cash out." I don't and, want. I don't and want even to wait though, anymore. Even if the homes, I mean, believe it or not, we have a, a seller now that's under contract for another home, and they know they had to sell to buy. Now it worked out because the one they bought had to drop fifty thousand. Missed yep. a couple few weeks, so we had the opportunity to get our offer accepted. But now that's even opened up avenues to where we can sell, then buy where we didn't even have that chance a few months ago. Yeah. Yeah. You would have to sell and know you're going to have to rent, maybe sell and negotiate a seller possession post-closing agreement for 30 to 60 days. You know, you had that opportunity. I'm but there was a now. lot of hesitation yeah. from the seller to do that because of the unknown. And as I think we continue on through this summer into the early fall, we're going to have more opportunities for sellers to go find where they want to go and then we help them sell and especially we, with new yeah. construction but uh, fall has always been a great time for me Dylan, hello who is that it's mimi hi mimi she's um, one of my biggest fans i appreciate I, her i was going to say that um i can't stress enough it's a great market the fall is a great time to sell people love seeing the leaves and if anything you're not having the thunderstorms every afternoon looking for houses and getting wet um but the weather is the prettiest in september and october and but there is not inventory so you put a house on the market you, you plan on putting your house on the market in september you close the end of october you are in your new and then today i did i did a 30-day rent back mm-hmm. and the difference with these rent back they yeah. may have to negotiate rent back where you have to sell or may have to pay the, yeah. the new the new buyer yeah. you know they're, um, well they're paying the piti yeah which and, which a couple months ago yeah. would be for free yeah well not now not now <laughs> uh, so I, you're getting it's 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 a great market for sellers Things don't last forever, but please stress. I had people saying, "Oh, it's going to, it's going to absolutely bottom out." I said, "No, because we yeah. don't have anything affiliated with banking." Well, not only that, you need inventory to have a bubble. Yeah. So in Jan- in two thousand eight, which affected everybody in the country, we were in denial for about a year because I we didn't <laughs> No, But at the same time, it was because we didn't have a we didn't have the rapid appreciation like many people in the country did. At that time, it was three to four percent a year. Yeah. So when the bubble burst. It was almost like, well, they just can't move from Michigan, Nevada, Florida to come here to buy. Of course, reality set in. But at the time, in January of 2009, because at that time, late the late 2000s or whatever you want to call that decade, uh, we had tw- 20 years of growth still for Wake County. So we had build, 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 build. And in January of 2009, we had a 19-month supply of homes when the rug was pulled from us. Mm-hmm. When we were at the height of the recession, which, of course, continued for many, many years until we came out on the back end, which I think it was around 2016 when we finally started having 14, I started selling houses where we were selling them at the prices where they adjusted down to. And the sellers would say, yeah, but it should go up more. I said, no, you've had eight years of depreciation on your house every month. So now you're going to sell it for what it's worth, and now it'll start going Well, right and up. I want to touch on one more thing. Um, we could talk forever. Uh, it's this, I think we need to do this every quarter just to be yeah, educating I like everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, is, you know, I didn't take a listing a couple weeks ago. Because my client wanted to list it for fifty thousand more than I would told them it should be. Yeah. Uh, and the reason, and great, great people. Um, I, you know, I, I hope they sell it for what they get. At the same time, we don't take listings just to take listings. Uh, we always put a game plan in place for our clients to win. But what sellers are doing is very similar to what was ten years ago, ten plus years ago, is the amount of listings I would go in on that time. And sellers were just trying to break even at that time. Uh-huh. They didn't want to be upside down, do a short sale. So they were making their homes math problems. 
where they would list it at X to sell it at Y and at Z at zero. Now you fast forward, now people are trying to use their equity to get into their next home and they're doing a math problem but in reverse. So yeah. a perfect example with this seller is they had to make a certain amount and it wasn't feasible with the comps and the things that were providing mm -hmm. to us and I didn't want to tell them what they wanted to hear and I just said I'm doing a disservice if we take that thing. listing. Yeah, so at the same time, that thing, that's the most critical thing, guys, is price point, pricing your home correctly, bracketing it correctly, and then the market will tell us. I always tell you again, price or updating. It's the top two reasons don't sell. If you're getting a lot of showings but no offers, what does that tell us? You've got to adjust the price. If you're getting no showings, you've got to adjust the price because no one's going to outmarket us. In reality, there's two things that all you need to do is to market. It's not rocket science. It's the sign in the yard and MLS. Everyone also, else markets on third-party sites. We're very good at social media, but it's our experience, our team that separates ourselves from our competition. Um, and if anything, when as I would say, who you work with matters. And I just texted our team. You know, it's getting tough in regards to, you know, the marketplace. But this is where the cream rises to the top. Yep. And I'm very excited about where we're going for the future. And I'm also very excited for our buyers and our sellers. I think agree with everything you're saying, and you know I've gone th I've gone through this for 35 years. I don't like to tell people that because I started at 20. So, but um, I've gone through every recession. I've gone through every great market, and a great market typically lasts two years, maybe three. Our market's different this time. Yeah, because I wouldn't not, say and then not to interrupt not, you, but if, I don't even know if it was. You could say yes, it's a great market for sellers, but it's been unhealthy. Right. You know, I mean, I know you have peaks and valleys, ups and downs, but it's been unhealthy because, again, for buyers, it hasn't been good. And I feel bad for it. Yeah. But now maybe it's going to start slapping back, sloping back towards a buyer, but it's still significantly a seller's market. Yeah. When someone says it's a buyer's market, I just chuckle. Yeah. It's still it's a, seller's it a seller's market because of the amount of inventory. And we, we agree on everything. All I can tell you is, is we're not going to ever go back. I can't say ever, but in this next decade, we are not going to see what happened with the subprime lenders. So that no. was a different, different thing. The interest rates, yes, they went up a little bit. You have to realize when I got into real estate, I was excited that the interest rates had just gone down to ten and three quarters. Yeah, and I, and I, we did more arms. We did five-year arms, four-year arms. And we would get the interest rates down to 7%. So I said, hey, uh, uh, we're going to start doing, we're going to start seeing buy-downs. We're going to start seeing ARM. And there's nothing wrong with an ARM because an ARM, you it, it never goes up more than a certain percentage each year. But you can, as soon as the interest rates go down, you refinance and get the lower rate. I was, like today, I was thrilled. Um, I called the lender to make sure I read it right. I said, you're doing a 30-year jumbo loan for four and three quarters. He goes, yes, ma'am. I went, great. He said, I want your business. I said, I would definitely talk to you because I just, I hadn't seen that. So the trend right now is if, if you go and call the standard 1-800 number, and don't do that, get a lender uh, that is tied to your real estate agent that has a relationship that you can call them at 9 o'clock on a Thursday night or on a Friday where you're supposed to close on Monday saying, hey, we still don't have the closing package. Whereas if you call those 800 numbers, honey, you are a number on, that just goes right down and they don't call you back. So if I can tell you anything, make sure that the agent, which we'd love to be your agents, but if you have a relationship with an agent, nothing is more important, important than loyalty. If you have confidence in your agent, work with that agent's lender that they recommend. It will go so much more smoothly. But hey guys, the market's still great.
And um, we would just love to work with you before it gets into the next year. Yeah, if you have any questions, um, want to help any, any navigation through the market, let us know. You know, we're here to help. For many of you that are listening out there, can't again thank you enough for listening on YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook, Spotify, Apple. Can't believe we've done 52 podcasts. I want to get back into interviewing entrepreneurs, local business owners, letting them tell their stories. That's the reason we really started this podcast, as well as to sprinkle in some real estate. But I also like coming on about every quarter to give market updates because we're able to reach out and touch the, our clients, friends, family that have questions. Because you know, this is what we do. We are not. This is our a job. It's our business. I always have to tell and people that. And I love that. what I do. And we want to help people. And as Mom was saying, market is still very strong. Um, we've had some adjustments because we've been so numb to rates being in the low threes, even high twos at some point for so long. And also with just whiplash on the market, now it's you know settling a little bit. But it's still important to make sure that you link up with a professional. We, if you're, you're not working with anybody, please reach out to us. We'd, have, we'd be honored to have the opportunity to gain your business. And if you're, if you're a seller out there, message me. Message mom. Let us know. We'd be happy to do no obligation market analysis because, again, on the video I did today was the equity gain. Is A lot of people may not have any clue how much equity they're sitting on, right. but they're just not sure of the next steps. I've gone to two houses this week where um, basically I told them how much they had. They couldn't believe it. And I actually told them the weight. Uh, in their circumstances, I didn't want them to pay capital gains unless they had something to buy. Bob and Ann Cray say hello. Hello there. And... Um, I was here to help. When I go to someone's home, yes, I want to list your home, but I'm going to give you the advice you need. There was one person I went to two nights ago. She bought her house. To, she bought her townhouse. I've known her for 20 years. She bought the townhome from me, and she wants to go into an apartment where they have a pool upstairs, and she wants a more social activity life, as she said. And I told her to rent. I said. Why are you, what is your house payment? She said eleven hundred a month. I said, you know you're going to be paying twenty two to twenty four hundred for a two bedroom apartment. She said, yeah. I said, have get your. I will. We have a wonderful rental agency. I told her it kills me to do this, but I could not in good conscience sell your townhome because you've got to reinvest that money within two years. Two years, this townhome is going to probably go up another hundred thousand dollars. And so she said hugged me and said, I appreciate it. And I said, just let me know when you want us to help you get someone to rent it. When she's ready to sell, we'll be there to sell. But right now was not the time to do it. So when we go out there, we don't go out there to say, you got her. And I never sign on the first time. I want you to get to know me. Michael wants to get you to know him, as well as our daughter, my daughter, Colleen. She does great in listings as well. We've got, our team is phenomenal. You're only as good as you surround yourself Exactly. With, and we got the best team. All right. Well, I think we'll wrap up today. Again, we're done 30 minutes. That's pretty good. Yeah. All right. With you and I talking, yeah, that's pretty darn good. Easily. And that's also, you know, yeah. script. <laughs> that's right. We wanted to come out and reach out to you guys before this weekend. Um, again, we got Ida Turbot here, Michael Turbot. Um, again, appreciate you guys. If you like the podcast, again, please like, please subscribe. And share it. Share it. And, uh, again, it's Michael Turbot with Ida Turbot, your local real estate experts with the Ida Turbot Group, Cole Banger, HPW, signing off. And, as always, remember, who you work with matters, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.